I'll point to the camera when we're live. How's that sound? If you can't tell from where you're at. I got the YouTube pulled up. Oh, okay. You can see it. Cool. And sad thing is, I can't fucking mute that until we're live, though. Yeah, I'm I'm keeping my my trigger finger on that mute button. Right. I just tested Uh, it out and refreshed, so hopefully that works. I I found that out the hard way, too, man. Don't feel bad. What's up, Frank? Congrats on the baby, man. Thanks, buddy. I'm sorry I haven't had a chance to congratulate you yet. I I was doing some things with my dad today. We were at the the firing range. It looks like a baby now. It doesn't look like... a dog it, head. It is the first picture that you can make out with the hell you're I'm going to be 100% honest when you sent that. I wasn't sure if it was a joke. It looked like it might have been like like an ultrasound of like a baby dog. And I just, I've never seen ultrasounds before. So I was like, I'm going to wait till somebody <laughs> says know, something. <laughs> literally, like all the, all the other ones. Like I, I sent Phoenix, I'm like, I've, you know, I gave birth to a black hole. <laughs> it looked like a, a close-up of a dog's eyeball. Congratulations, Frank! It's a it's a meatloaf. <laughs> he was he was doing the jig. Like yeah, that. he's getting it. He was doing the the ska dance. We're live. I, for some reason, Billy Jean popped in my head. I was like, those bad lyrics for that for, for this moment. <clears throat> hey, it stayed mute. He's not my son. Nice. This is trippy because they're both side by side. I'm so jealous of you guys and your multiple monitors. Fuck. Gotta step up your game, Adam. I know. I got no. I gotta figure out where to make room. Put them on top <laughs> of each other. Space is my enemy. Yeah, me too. I want to get a wider table too. This one's pretty short. I think it's only like maybe like 48 inches. Maybe I, like I want you to get that 90 inch one. If I could just get a big ass desk and put in here, I could make all that work. Well, it's great because I have like I have the standing desk, right? But I have two of the same desk next to it going the out this way, out perpendicular. But they they don't get used for anything. They just my computer sits on top of that one and nothing sits over here. Bunch of junk. I'm in the market for a desk. You know this. (laughs) All right. Let's if I I get uh, when I upgrade to the uh, to the IKEA tabletop, I'll give you this one. Okay. Okay. Just gotta buy legs for it. Which are like thirty bucks at IKEA. I can get something. Well, anyway, let's start. What, what do you guys <laughs> think of the new guitar? Ooh, that looks nice. It's brown. It's brown. It, it's wood. It's it, wood. It's all wood. Wood is, wood is brown. <laughs> oh, Frank, you got your shit plugged in? Can you not hear me? Yeah, we can hear your sounds. Oh, right. Yeah. Sound effects. I completely spaced on that. Good thing we're live now. <laughs> it's a podcast, people. Get used to it. It's just that the... Oh, he's shy. <laughs> Next outing, Charles Beaumont comes through with another delightful flight of futuristic fantasy. Is that good? Sounds good. Sweet. Good for you. It's good for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Cueing the theme song up for what the fuck is our first episode? Salvador Ross. Yeah, this guy. Or or uh, one of the four faces. <laughs> That's true. He's the, uh, the boxer. All right, here we go. Eventually it'll start playing. What's up, Adam? Jansen? You're traveling to another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, dark territory. I know she's not deaf or dumb or retarded or anything. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Oh, just like that, it couldn't be mine, huh? Come on, whose is it? Well, it belongs to some guy, his name's Halford. He's about 170 years old, and he owns half of Connecticut. How do you know him? Well, I got a new job washing cars in the building where he lives. And I see this little beauty sitting there waiting for some action. Well, you know, the battery might run down, something like that. 
You mean that he doesn't know that you have his car? Baby, he doesn't care. He digs me. See, I've done him some small favors. And, uh... <laughs> well, come on, let's go. No, thanks very much. No, wait a minute. I ain't lying. Small favors. The only time he leaves that place is to dig some chicks and to try and find out what it was like when he was young. My father, I played chess with him tonight. Chess? Wait a minute. Okay. Okay, I... Watch how I can make nice. Oh, gee, I'm sorry. Well, I'll borrow the wheels again next Friday and be by to pick you up. Now, wasn't that polite? Yes. Very polite. I meant what I said the last time, sir. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. We can't keep seeing each other. I should never let it have gotten started in the first place. Sure. As long as you're the saintly social worker and I'm one of the crumbs, everything's all right. Listen. Didn't feel like editing today, Frank, huh? That's a and lot I don't of editing. need no books to show me which way is up. <laughs> I got the map, and I'll get there. There? No, there's nothing wrong, Dad. Hello, Sal. Well, are you happy now that you've convinced her that she's too much for a bum like Salvatore Ross? Hmm? I admit I wouldn't choose you for my daughter. It's not my decision. It's hers. I can't. I want something in my life and get it! Just once. Confidential personnel file on Salvador Ross. Personality of volatile mixture of fury and frustration. Distinguishing physical characteristic of badly broken hand, which will require emergency treatment at the nearest hospital. Ambition shows great determination toward self-improvement. Estimate of potential success a sure bet for a listing in who's who in the Twilight Zone. Two minutes to see you talk with aviators. Really, bro? Anyway, uh, welcome to LAW Twilight Zone Review, episode 172. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank. Edit two minutes out of seven minutes links. <laughs> I'm Jansen Carlin. And I am Adam Wilcox. That was great editing, sir. That was that was top quality shit that right was, there. That was that that was that was like a seven minute scene cut down into a yeah. minute with, with with Rod in there. So that was know. not a minute and a half, was it? Yeah, it was. It was exactly two minutes. Yeah, see, time flies when you're having fun. Right? Yeah, such a blast. <laughs> Today's episode <laughs> is the self improvement of Salvador Ross five sixteen. We're almost it's done. Like, I, I, I did that just so you could just get the tone of just how batshit insane this episode really is. I had the pleasure of speaking to both these gentlemen, Frank, before. Oh, while while my 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 computer's still downloading, so if it re- restarts like that, it's because it's still downloading for the last hour now. I don't Classic. know if it's during that or not, but it was. I talked to both of them. Uh. So I guess let's just get out of the way. First impressions of the episode before we start discussing it. Um, I don't know. I talked to Jansen first. Jansen, go ahead. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was... Um, I thought it was an interesting idea. I, I didn't have any like major gripes about it. Not, not that I... You know, it, I don't know. It, it, it didn't seem like there was anything that stood out to me anyways that, that would make me hate it you know his his character is a little obnoxious but his 26 that, year old character because he's <laughs> 26, 26. Five year old older than me <laughs> yeah no i mean he's pushing 50 man other than some obvious shit like that it, it, i i thought the the plot behind the, the episode was pretty decent okay um i i looked into it because we just brought it up the actor was 38 in this in this scene <laughs> why do they Man, keep doing this had a hard life why don't they just find a 26 year old actor that is a hard 38 man that is a rough that's a really rough 26 <laughs> i mean i'm over 38 and yeah. that's rough i mean i mean he was born in 1926 he, he had some hard times man <laughs> that Maybe is in the war <laughs> you know what's funny that the kid that he buys a year from later on that bellhop kid that actor was playing 19. He was actually 25. <laughs> so 
he's as close to that age that this main character's playing. <laughs> that is a rough 38 years, uh, re- regardless. Um, but Adam, your turn here. I liked this episode. I only have like one minor hang up with it. I'm going to wait until you set it up before I bring that point up. Okay. But I, I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I liked um, the concept of it maybe more than the execution. But uh, it, in all in all, not one of the bad episodes that I've seen out of the season. I, I, I enjoyed it. I was engaged. Okay. Yeah, it went somewhere, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I hope that doesn't sound like a desperate cry for a, a positive yeah. review. But yeah, that, that's that. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That surprises me that both you guys enjoyed this, Frank. Um, this was this was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> this sucked. <laughs> That's is that it? Yeah. Um, I. I have to play chess. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean the dude. This this episode just makes up whatever it fucking wants to. <laughs> That's I'm gonna get into there some is, of that. Yeah, there's there is no yeah. rhyme or reason behind any. There, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. Yeah, I won't disagree. Uh, I'm kind of in between you guys. I did. I, like, I, I almost, I almost like it because it's just so, the the premise and the and the and and how they did it is just so batshit insane. It was just so obnoxiously ridiculous. Like, you how it, it's impossible to take. It's almost impossible to take this. Uh, any, like any of the series whatsoever. I mean, and the ending is just classic. It's like he might as well have tossed him out a window. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been more Twilight Zone. Yeah, the ending is one of the few things I liked. Um, but... I enjoyed the ending because I was just glad he was dead. Like, good. <laughs> this episode is over now. That's good. My- I I, th- I think the main reason I enjoyed it is because the the underlying message, regardless of all the the bullshit that they put you through with how terrible things look and how they get to it, um, you know the underlying message was solid. You know, you can't change who you are. It's not going to end well for you. <laughs> yeah. Problem is, he does. Well, and he gets he does, and he and he reaps the. Yeah, because he fucked it. Fucked up. He fucked up the way he did it. Right. Not so much that you can't do it. No, no, right, yeah. right. Well, you you can't take shortcuts. Is I, I think the real moral of the story, right? He could you have if he traded with someone else. Yeah. So that's kind of what my problems with the episode are. I don't hate this episode. I find I find it it's okay. It's middle of the road for me. I put it in the tier two bucket. Uh, it's just like eh. But my problems are it felt like an hour episode that they cut down severely. Like they actually removed scenes. Because yeah, that's, yeah he's I, like I got that vibe too. He's like a dick to her at first, and she's like terrified. He does that thing where you grab a woman's arm constantly, and she's like, "Okay, I guys want to yeah, go inside." Like there were like uh, he was abusing her. Yeah, he was a he's abusive as fuck. Defined manhandling. Yeah, he she's fearing <laughs> for her life. He's yeah. he, he basically he you know he he carjacked his boss's car or no he carjacked a a tenant. At a building that he washes cars. He's doing favors cars for car. Yeah, right. And, and <laughs> just, it just yeah. it felt like it started in the middle of the story, right? I think that's the big part that you. Yeah, there wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of setup there. Yeah, I have no problem with the setup because there is no setup, and that's whatever we're thrown into the story. I I get problems sure. where, I, I, mean, I mean, we'll quickly go through the, the story. The what? The title of the story is the setup. So I don't really care that they started right there. I care that he he's a he's a dick to her. He goes, he punches her door, kind of, <laughs> and his hand is shattered. Yeah, he goes to the was, hospital. That's, that's one of the technical problems I had. To yeah, stay yeah. overnight for a broken okay, hand. Okay, there you go. That's what I was gonna bring up. I'm like, who the fuck stays overnight for for a broken hand? Alleged broken hand. That is bizarre. 
even for 19 what is it 64 yeah. that's weird that's just fucking weird you know i mean obviously nowadays they they you know they'll they'll take a fucking pancreas out of you and kick you out the fucking door with some fucking motrin but you know even for well, 1964 I mean, standards a broken think, hand stay overnight come on i think that might also speak to like the era that we're we're looking at too i mean i don't i didn't live then obviously but i would assume that we might have taken a little bit more time with stuff like that back yeah. in the day so i mean it's it's plausible it doesn't make sense to us now watching this back but it's also I, I was starting to get that weird vibe like is this guy really in a hospital cuz it's awful quiet you know, yeah. there's there's two people and one nurse and enjoy some sleep. You know, we'll we'll put a cast on you in the morning. Like, huh? What? Can I why? put a why? cast Go on home? me right now? You put a <laughs> stick, a popsicle stick here. Send me home. I'll come it back was, in the morning. It was like an oversized popsicle stick for like an elementary hardware store. Picked up a piece of plywood. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Some duct tape and a piece of wood. I'm good. I'll be back in the morning. <laughs> I'm not staying here. Fuck that. Wrapped his arm up like a loaf of bread. <laughs> Something. But he. He meets an old guy. No, let me, uh, before we go in order, I just want to say that what I'm saying, the cutscenes out. He shows back up later after he fixed himself. He improved himself, his self-improvement. And she's just like, yeah, I'll go out with you. Great. Let's let's go out. And I'm like, what the fuck? You were just like scared of him. And all of a sudden, and then they go out on their date. They go back to his house that he bought from some guy traded uh, years worth. And then she's just like, get the fuck away from me. And he, but they cut to them kissing. I'm like, where the fuck are we? Why, why are they kissing? And she's like, no, I hate you. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And none of it she's made any sense. a cornucopia of mixed signals. It was like the dark helmet and, um, you know, Princess Leia. Spaceballs, <laughs> dog Put your helmet so big. Yeah. <laughs> it felt true. Like princesses are attracted to power and wealth, and you have both, <laughs> and you know this. I don't think Jansen's seen Spaceballs. Oh, Jansen, you're so I'll young. I'll see myself out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen when you least expect it. Yeah. The uh, so, but so so you're the one. All right. Listen, but... I I know I know the memes. I just I haven't seen it. I got other things going on. Spaceballs, the flamethrower. That's the only reason Elon Musk ever made 20,000 flamethrowers. <laughs> I love like, that you made an Elon balls. Musk joke out of Spaceballs, Frank. <laughs> it's not a joke. It's the it's the God's honest truth. It, it's awesome. Like Joe Rogan asked him what, why the flamethrower, and he's like, because of Spaceballs, the flamethrower. He's like, marketing. So we just... Merchandising. Merchandising. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, but they wouldn't actually let us sell flamethrowers, so... We put on there. This is not a flamethrower. Flamethrower. <laughs> the best That's line what... of Spaceballs. Man, we ain't seen shit. Or we ain't found shit. Yep. Put it this way, Jansen. Great it's not just Star- a parody of Star Wars. It's a parody of everything Star Wars represents as well. Yeah. They, yeah the, no, the fandom, the merchandising, all of it. Like I said, I, I've seen a bunch of it yeah. in pieces. I've just never watched it all the way through. If you've seen any of the pieces of it, you've seen the whole thing. I, I'm not going to sit here and sell, tell you it's Citizen Kane, but it's definitely fucking funny. Yeah, he, he tells them to comb the desert for people, to, to yeah. comb the desert, and then they show a bunch yeah, of white guys comb, literally combing the desert with giant combs, and yeah. they show two black guys carrying a giant pick. He's like, you find him? He's like, man, we ain't found shit. <laughs> fucking blowout comb. <laughs> Love it. Um, let's talk about the episode, though. That's what I'm getting at. The... She suddenly is like, get, get the fuck away from me. Like, why did you go out with him then? And then it cuts to later where he, he trades with his dad. He trades with her dad, rather. Uh, the compassion thing. And then all of a sudden they're in love. And I'm like, and we only, we find out it's the next day. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, everything is so like, ah. And it feels like there's middle chunks that we're just throwing away. This feels like an hour episode just cut down. It does have some choppy editing for sure. Well, like, why didn't he become, um, like, se- like seventy years old? He didn't trade when... years; he traded compassion. No, with the hand. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, and the hand guy. He just traded. Like, the... How did he, in his mind, go from, I can trade, a, an injury for an injury to, uh, age for an age? How 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 did this man? That's um, nothing set up with that. that. It feels like 
two disconnected stories where it's a guy that could trade shit and then this romantic subplot and I don't it feels like they're not really connected in a weird way because we, we never see him doing magic shit with the woman until the compassion with the dad thing and it's just thrown in at the end and I don't think her dad would have taken it anyway Doesn't Doesn't I don't know why he would have I, I mean I, I personally I think that is the connection I think the reason he's doing all this stuff is for her because deep down he really does love her, but he doesn't know how to do it, right? Or he wants her, or whatever he fucking says. Yeah. But I, I think that is the connection. I, I don't personally. I don't see that as as a separation of plot. I see it as the. It just feels like it, it. it should have been more of a story about a guy doing sure. this. Right. Well, I mean, it was poorly executed. I'll give you that. I just. I think they should have cut out all the shit involving her. It didn't. Well, you needed you needed some sort of motivation, though, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's, the, the one thing that he can't have is the one thing that he wants, but he doesn't really think right. about why he wants it. Yeah, I, I have no problem with that. And then, but I feel like it's two separate episodes that are just kind of glued together. And you're like, here you go. I feel like the, if they they should have focused more on him trading shit with people, I found that more fascinating. Yeah, I mean that was definitely the highlight of it for sure. I agree with that. I think the biggest flaw of this entire episode was that was the acting. It was terrible. I had no problem. I mean, isn't that the greatest flaw with with all of these episodes? No, Especially the next episode. It, it's actually the the greatest strength because when these episodes aren't acted out right, I mean, Rod's writing is batshit insane. But if you get the right actors to act them out, it's it doesn't sound so batshit. I don't know. It's not that it's good acting the Twilight Zone. It's that it's Twilight Zone acting, which is why we said uh, Dennis uh, Dennis Hopper. I was like, he's too good of an actor for this show. Yeah, and he really took you out of it. Yeah. He, he, he was such a great actor that you're like, this isn't Twilight Zone acting, so you felt a disconnect. Yeah. And I was like, going to say, the guy that plays Salvador Ross, where do I know him from? What else has he been in? He's in Bullet, a uh, bunch of stuff. Oh, Bullet. Okay. He's been. He was. He was in like two other trials. He's okay. been on a ton of TV. He's been in Lethal Weapon. He's been all kinds of shit. He's in another episode that is very similar to this one. Okay, which is the four of us are dying. Yeah. And that's maybe that's why I have. I, I kind of judge this one a little harsher is because I like that episode, and this one just reminds me too much of it. Right, like she, she was a terrible actress and. And he's he's been in the Twilight Zone. I don't know how many times, like six. <laughs> you know what's funny? Speaking of her, is when I, when I when they first got together, and he's got the car and he's talking to her. I was like, oh, they have someone age appropriate for him. And then he said he's twenty six. I go, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I have it right here. If you want it? We're so close. But yeah, no, Dude. she looks forty, and he's. I didn't know where to go. <laughs> Do you want to? I don't know. I mean, I might have it right here. You know, you want me to just play a scene? Sure. <laughs> I re I recorded some, so why not? If it comes in, come on, get out! No, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Look, I read in the paper oh, yeah, that you're seventy-two nice. years old, right? I'm twenty-six. Bullshit. Now, what would you give to be twenty-six <laughs> years old? Hmm? I think you're the kookiest kid they ever turned loose in the streets. Okay, you think what you want to think, but you just listen to me, will you? I mean, it's not going to hurt anything. Now, come on. How much would you give to be 26 years old again? How much? Well, come on. How much? Um, about, about Tree Finney. Let's say a million dollars. All right. Phoenix, a million. How many calls? <laughs> I mean, 75 cents, so six zeros on that. There you go. No. It's like, like come on. You do, it's like, that's uh, like almost... Two, three million. I'm not doing the math on that. <laughs> math is hard, man. Coincidentally, you guys go ahead and talk amongst yourselves for a second. So I think that, that that brings up an interesting point. That clip, anyway. It's never really indicated how he goes from making the deal with the first guy to understanding and being able to wrap his mind around what he's done. Right? He just instantly knows how to do it and make it work for the next guy and make sure that he can get what he wants anytime he wants it. Like they might have cut the setup more to fit in more commercials in between. Right. That's yeah. a uh, one million three hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred thirty-three point three <laughs> repeating calls to from St. Louis to Ohio. In case you guys are curious. Thanks. Thanks, uh -huh. Tech. Yeah. 
someone's got to be up to date on how many calls from St. Louis to uh, Ohio things are, and that's unfortunately falling <laughs> upon my my shoulders, my sexy shoulders. So, what am I supposed to do? Thanks for that. I'm also wearing my podcast shirt today. Information, really appreciate it. Uh huh. Yeah, I I even labeled it that. It was like, you know, how much is the, is a million dollars? <laughs> With that oh. amount of money, I didn't even bother. <laughs> it's funny when it's you know fifty bucks for something. Um, but what you just played there is the only character in this entire episode that benefits from any of this is that old guy who's now 26. Yeah, yeah. He gets to live his life all over again. Yeah. Cause, but, but as a bum. Yeah, because <laughs> I guess the, the story is really simple on this episode. Salvador Ross is trying to self-improve himself, which is a bit redundant there. But he's, So he goes to this old guy. He buys 46 years off of, off of him. And then he goes, talks to the bellhop when he's old, and he buys a year off him for $1,000. And then he goes in the elevator and meets some other elevator guy. And he, in the in the time it takes to go down 18 floors or whatever, they, all of a sudden he's his age. They trade ages. So we're back to our main character who goes right over to her house again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't there's understand. Another, there's how another this... plot hole right there, too. I don't know if you just said it, but like. I thought it happens overnight. Like That's what I was going to say. Yeah. I don't know how this power works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this power is evolving. This world oh, okay. makes not from a Jedi. <laughs> like this story in this world makes no sense. It makes up its own rules as, as it goes along. All right. I'm starting to lean back towards Frank. <laughs> you know, Frank's always a bad influence on everybody. I'm sorry. It's just, you know. No, you make you make a lot of good points. Really bad. After it's for me, it's talking it out usually helps a lot. That's Um, why I thought it'd be interesting. It's it's like therapy. It's like Breakfast Club. Yeah, I'm just enjoying the show when I'm in the moment. So I'm fucking naive when it comes to shit. Well, that's why I wanted to start off by what our initial opinions are. And I like the episode just fine, but I it has some real big fucking flaws for me. It is not. It's it's okay. It's. It's a good idea done really shittily is how I feel about it. I guess I like the concept enough to where I can overlook some of these <clears throat> these technical problems because like I said I was I was questioning things I'm like wait a minute why is he staying overnight for a for a a, a broken hand what kind of a hospital is this is this like you know some kind of like you know like the the when they did the Joker surgery on Tim Burton's Batman like one of those places you know I mean like it's like it's like when I have to tap out and say, okay, I I just have to believe whatever the fuck yeah. they want to show me now, you know. But with and, old TV sci-fi, I, I can suspend my disbelief for only so long. Over and over, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I'm already just what the fuck? Why not? <laughs> you know, you've already gone over the deep end. Why not? You know, if I'm already like that. By the end of an episode, it's like, no, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> you start to get like Stockholm syndrome a little bit. It's it's like talking to like a crazy person on the subway where they're just like, oh, what else did the government do? Oh, okay, we're going there. And the next thing you say is even crazier somehow. And then oh, Frank, shit, he's right. The lizard people are behind all this. And then like Frank, you shove her in front of the bus. Can't get to leave. You're just like starting to buy into it. You're like, well, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> and then you live in the subway. It, it could happen, maybe. <laughs> Maybe my dad really is Bigfoot. Fuck. But it's a lot of shit you're just like, oh, okay, we're doing this. That's how I felt in the next episode. I was like, oh, like, okay. Oh, so I, have, I have a problem in the next episode, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. yeah. To be continued. The next episode's going to be fucking crazy. And uh, yeah. deservedly <laughs> so. But we're focused on this one, which is. Yeah. Like, and, okay, so and it, it basically, yeah. Um, I'm just going to play another clip. I don't care. Well, what are you telling me to leave her alone for? I'm a good catch, Mr. Mayman. <laughs> a real good catch. Not for Leah. Yes, exactly for Leah. Tell me, what is it that makes you so superior, huh? I mean, what, what have you done that puts you on the top shelf? Teaching in that rat-trap school all your life? No, not teaching, uh, babysitting. And you come home from the war... And what do you bring? A game leg and a handful of crummy souvenirs to put on your wall. You know what you are? You're a loser, Mr. Maitland. <laughs> Even worse than I used to be. It, like, what an asshole. 
the guy is just so, such a dick. Like, who says that to a vet? Hey, he's he's a young man. He's only twenty six, Frank. He, he has some real slick clothes at the beginning there too, man. Did you like his fashion sense? Oh, For a second, was, I he, thought maybe he was actually Bob Ross and not Salvador Ross. Because he was, you know, he, you know, he was blue collar with dirt under his fingernails. Yeah, or some that's shit. something to to be ashamed about for some reason. Yeah. According to that, according to how he thinks they feel about him, he thinks it's because he he works hard and he and he's not elegant, but really he's just a fucking asshole. They're they're living in a one bedroom slab, like 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 a know, flat on a, on a gigantic building or some shit. They live like, in a flat because outside their apartment building it says flat for rent. I'm like, where the fuck are we? Europe, yeah, <laughs> UK, and like social workers. So, what? So, it, it was he in jail for six years? <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. I forgot all about that. I'm glad you brought that up. It's like, okay, so did, did she like get the hots for the bad guy while she was like giving him physical therapy and mental therapy? Or, yeah, and uh, you know, that, that definitely a lot of uh, like uh, you know, Italian American jokes in there. Like, like, does she have Stockholm syndrome? Yeah. Everyone does. She must. That's why she goes out with him. She's like, I have to go with him. Don't kiss me, even though I look like I want to kiss you in the beginning. I mean, he basically he steals a car right in the beginning of the episode. I'm gonna steal his car. (laughs) All right. Uh, And I always, I always bitch about things that are half-assed, and this is what I would call a half-ass episode through and through. He's not set up enough to be a bad guy. With the car stealing shit. We don't know anything about him. She just says, what you have, or what I want, you can't buy. Which is a lie, because he fucking buys it later. But, it's a, it's always, you're not, a, it's like a, a, what's his name? A Paul Rudd in Ant-Man. You're like, you're such a bad guy, get your life together. And you're like, I don't really get it. Why, Salvador Ross, is seems just like, kind of just too abusive, really. She needs to say, you're a horrible dick and you abuse me. Like, I have bruises on my arm. And I rarely see you. That shouldn't be. And the half-ass with the the magic. Because it comes out of nowhere. They don't explain what it is. Why he knows about it. Other than he trades a cough for a broken hand. And the old guy's like, it's a death sentence. I'm like, no, the cough was for you. Broken hand. Seems like a good trade for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean. In his age, he can get by with one hand just fine. Yeah, but that cough, he even said he's going to kill me because it could turn into pneumonia. And then... Oh, uh, yeah, um, uh, I think it was, uh, uh, it, it, I think it was this one. I love you very much. Or no. Maynard, I was just telling you your name. Wait, wait. Let me have a look at you. You're the new owner. Where's, oh, yeah. Here. <laughs> you do something to your hand? No. I came here for a good night's sleep. The Waldorf was getting on my nerves. <laughs> I bet it hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. Dude's got jokes. Lucky though, my luck wins prizes. No, <laughs> no, I. I I've got this awful congestion in my chest. <laughs> He's got the COVIDs. Are you griping about a cold? At your age, it might just be a cold, but at mine, it could easily turn into pneumonia. You know, young man, you could break both legs and an elbow, and you'd still be swimming inside of a month. Yeah? I highly doubt that. <laughs> well, if you, think this, if you think this is so great, well, let's swap. You take my busted hand, and I'll take your lousy cold. <laughs> That's your deal. And magic. Like, be- and then just magic. Be- because reasons. Because because he says, I'll trade you. They weren't holding the same table while lightning struck the building or anything. There wasn't a there fucking was genie. Good. It's just just because. Just because. Hey, at least it wasn't voodoo this time. Oh, that's true. But that, I, I'd rather take voodoo at this point than just... Oh, no. He wakes up to, oh, I have magic powers. We don't see him realize it. Like, I have magic. He just goes, yeah, bitch. You, I got a cough and your hands are broken. Get the fuck. I'm out of here. And he goes and trades years for people, like for money. <sighs> Some shit there's bothers lot, me here. There's lots of problems. It's just so half-assed, and he, he's 
the parts where he was buying years from like the bellhop and the old guy, I I was m- way more fascinated by watching this. And I, I think, thought- it, I I mean, I do. I don't want to cut you off, but I do think that the old the old man that he switched years with originally, I think, was a kid toucher. Because the way he talked to the bellhop, I'm like, it, he sounds like he wants to fuck him. He didn't trade personalities, Frank. He traded years. Salvador well, Ross is just a kid toucher then. I, oh, Well, that character was. I mean, was that not just, didn't you feel a little bit like there's something off about what he just said there? How like, do you kid touch a 19-year-old? It just didn't sound right. <laughs> He's an know. adult. He here, could fuck that uh, guy and be fine. Is he an old kid? T- yeah. Here. Let me have a look at you. You're the new owner. I was wondering why I hadn't seen you. Well, uh, I've been staying in. You can hear the kid throwing herself at him. Operating the elevator. Oh, <laughs> what happened to Mr. Halpert? <laughs> oh, well, he decided to take a cruise with some young friends of his. He's going to be away so long why he was kind enough to sell me this place. That that sounds just like Mr. Halpert. He sure know how to spend his money. How much do you make a year? Well, uh, right now I get fifty-two fifty a week plus tips. Mm. Well, then this uh, should help some. It's legal, Mr. Ross. How old are you? Nineteen. Damn Would you it. like to be twenty? <laughs> <laughs> I'll make it one of these years. Nineteen. Yeah, say, get the fuck out of here, kid. Year of your life Would you like to be fourteen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sells him years so he can fondle him. Suppose I tell him to go take a leap at the moon. You wouldn't sell a year of your oh, life. I hope you play this. I enjoy my life, Mr. Ross. What? Keep playing. No, it's uh, it's over. Ah, you cut it off right where I was interested, because he goes. I trade a year of my life? I enjoy my life. I'm sure the days are dull, but my nights are exciting. And I'm like, what the fuck is this kid doing at night? <laughs> what has he got going on? Do you really want to know? I'm the, really I'm the Brooklyn know. Strangler, mister. I don't want to trade my nights. <laughs> the fuck's oh, he doing? I have it. Albert, bro. Uh, you can put that in later. Hmm? Why do you ask for his name then? Now. He's taking his pants off right here. Doesn't that make it more reasonable? That's it. Why, do, why do you have to have to pause there? That's right, Alan. <laughs> more reasonable. What do I have to do? I told you nothing. If you accept this, you'll wake up in the morning one year older. That's all. Now, does it really make that much difference to you whether you're 19 or 20? Well, now that you put it that way, I, I guess 20's not such a bad age. Fine. Then you've made a deal, Albert. A very, do, do, do. very good deal. Do, do, do. Nice doing business with you, Mr. Ross. Albert, you might pass the word among your friends that I'm always good for cash on these terms. <laughs> They'll be beating down your doors. Who knows? I might decide to sell you a couple more years myself. Toss is awake in there. Tell your friends. It, it it seems so just I don't know you know send send over your other oh god yeah that's a that's a pedophile right there I know I, mean, I, I agree with what you're saying but also he's not he's an adult so in fact the more he fucks him or does this he's getting older <laughs> so <laughs> that's why he has to bring his friends in there I I mean I I I just thought that like. It was just that one scene, though. I mean, that, that's it. It doesn't it doesn't come off that way throughout the rest of the ep- uh, you know the episode. It was just it, it was it was just such a weird choice of 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 throwing his voice around for no. I mean, I thought the old man makeup was top notch for the Twilight Zone. I did have my notes. Is this the best makeup in Twilight Zone? I I think so. Which um, isn't so saying a whole lot because it's not great. It's just not terrible. It still looks like he has corn flour in his hair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's better than some have been. I was uh, gonna say we were, we were kind of starting the the whole old man makeup judgment thing. I was wondering what you guys thought. 
It's it's the best I've seen it. Okay. Yeah, I like I can't think of any any other ones that beat it. You know. Remember that episode uh, where he trade he becomes young again overnight, and she has to yes. raise raise her husband, baby. That episode. <laughs> that that was close too. That's close. It's not. Yeah, uh, but... What the fuck is that episode, Frank? Season four, where he goes back in time, and buys land. That one's terrible. Oh yeah. God, I know uh, what you're talking uh, about. Uh, yeah. uh, with uh, with a uh, Judy uh, Newmar in it. Yeah, time. Julie Newmar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Julie yeah. Newmar. Yeah. <laughs> Julie Newmar. What I want to know is, um, we we already we already kind of spoiled the ending, right? Oh. Oh yeah, there's there's do what you gotta do, man. Yeah. So, yeah. I want to know is I I didn't catch it, and I I should probably just play it back. I want to know is um the gun. I want to see if it was if if they took it off the wall, because in one yeah. of the other scenes you see it sitting on the wall. Was it yeah. still on the wall, or was it? No. Different? When when they get home, so real quick, because um, we can fast forward to where you are. True. He uh he takes her out. She gets pissed. He trades. Uh, he goes back when he drops her off, and he's like, "I gotta talk to your dad." And he talks to him, and he's like, "I'm gonna offer you a hundred thousand dollars for something I need." Because she's like, "What you have, what you need, I you can't buy." And then he proceeds to buy it from her father for a hundred thousand dollars. And then he, they go out, and they're like kissing, and they're like, "I love you, I love you too." And then they come back, and he's like. I know you don't like me, but I want to marry your daughter. I genuinely love her. I thought I was using her as a trophy before, just a status symbol, but I actually do love her. So yeah. just show me a little compassion. He's like, don't you remember? I sold you that yesterday. I'm like, fucking yesterday? Damn, damn, they're moving quick. And then, but you see when they get home that day, that last the last scene, the father, they, they open the door and he like tucks something under his blanket and i'm like is this is he gonna jerk off during the conversation yeah <laughs> i must have missed that <laughs> like oh my daughter's yeah. in love oh. i saw it coming a mile away yeah i thought they were gonna do something else i don't know i, I didn't remember There's a lot of season five episodes i just do not remember yeah. I, I think i'm with jansen though it's like i like the the premise and the message maybe more than the execution because it's like he sold compassion he bought compassion but he also traded, which means that the father no longer has compassion. Yeah. Therefore, bang. I thought it was a good ending. I like it. I think I if agree. they were to redo this episode today, it, it would be worlds different and, and we might get something better. But um, I was going to say something. I just totally forgot. What it would it be way too on the nose if Jordan Peele did it, though. <laughs> it would. Yeah. Fair. I think I like I agree with the Adam, what Adam just said. I, I really do like the message. Execution's terrible. It's it's not not terrible. It's just not well done. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Yeah, it's the um, it's it's really especially the ending. I would say is is probably the poorest part of it. The shooting. It's been done a thousand times at that point, right? I mean, it's at this it's point. Nothing... Especially I mean, in the Twilight Zone, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it it feels like it was lazy as fuck, especially yeah. that part. Oh. I know there was other issues that we had, but. That part especially, it's like you guys, you, you could have gone so many different directions with this. Quick question, Frank. Really just, how did the episode that we keep, keep comparing it to, how did the four of us are dying end? It, 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 it ended with him being shot. Yeah. Yeah, it did. He met up yeah. with his dad who he traded like shit. Four of us I are dying. He knows the answers to. <laughs> yeah, the four of us are dying. The guy could trade faces. He keeps. He does like four different faces. He can, he can like turn into them, and he finally goes into and he takes the form of some guy. Runs into that guy's dad, who's like, "Where have you been for twenty some years? You're a he, you fucking asshole." Right, ready to run into this asshole for twenty years. Yeah, is this, and is then, that the dad clearly hates him. He runs into the dad oh, yeah. again at the very end when he's trying to escape, and he takes that guy's form again. The dad meets up with him. He's like, "You fucked over our family. You killed. You killed Ma," and shoots him. Killed Ma. And it was a very similar story and theme. And so this, he, he drove his daughter to kill herself over him, or something. Whatever that was. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, I mean, if you look at the credits, I mean, this was apparently adapted from a short story, right? So they were bound to regurgitate something somewhere, and somebody probably saw that episode and. Was this uh, Earl Hammy? No, it's nobody. 
Is it just Rod? No. Jerry McNeely, the teleplay, and Henry Slazar short story. So this is a random episode that's very similar to one that they already did. And so this was one of the weeks where Rod was like, yeah, I got nothing. Sorry. Who who directed it? This is uh, Don Siegel. No, that's the next one. No, this is Don no, Siegel. No, this is Don Siegel. Okay. Yeah, I remember I was watching it. I was like, hey, he does early Clint Eastwood movies. The motherfucker directed Dirty Harry. Movies like that. I think that. Isn't this the only one he did? No, he did like four, I think. Yeah. He okay. did a few. I think the next one. Uncle Simon in this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, he did Uncle Simon. That's that's a fun one. Uh, yeah, Not yeah, a good like, one, but a fun yeah, one. Yeah, because I think the old guy was in the most. I think it was in like five. And like like pretty good ones, too. So, right. so I didn't hear the beginning of the sentence. Okay. You can just say uh, it again. Like, uh, uh, the old guy. He was in like five. Oh, the old guy episodes. from Uncle Simon, or the yeah. or from this episode. Yeah, like like which ones was he in? He was old. He was Uncle, Uncle Simon? Simon. Okay. It was like like but four other ones. I have no idea. Off the top of my no, head, I don't. He was uh he was in I Sing the Body Electric. He was a salesman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I sing the body electric. I sing the body electric. Oh, we're talking about the old guy? I thought we were talking yeah. about the director. No, no, the, the old guy in the, in the oh, wheelchair. In the incredible world of Horace Ford. I sing the body electric. Oh, he was in that one, too. That's still <laughs> yeah. And Time Enough at Last. Still yeah. Valley yeah. fucking terrible. Yeah. Dude, Time Enough at Last. He was the fucking bank. Guys, he my was. entire family hates the body electric. We all collectively agree that that's the worst episode of Twilight Zone ever made. I love that. No. That's great. You great. would love that episode. That episode is great. I, I again, I'm right in the middle. <laughs> it's not a bad episode or terrible, but it's terrible. I love it. It's it's batshit insane. Like Adam, that, like, it's they, actual cancer. They throw eyeballs down a tube, and someone down there somewhere assembles it into a into a robot maid. What more do you want? <laughs> Hold on, Frank. I seen the body electric. 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 I sing the body electric. <laughs> okay. Just had to get that out of the way. I don't love that episode as much as Frank does. I don't know why he likes it. No. I, it, it, too, with this episode, my attitude might be that, that I've got somewhat, well, not somewhat, extremely lowered expectations from this season. So when I see something that I'm like engaged in, I'm like, oh, this one doesn't suck. Cool. <laughs> Because a, lot, a, lot, a lot of them have to do with the acting, though. It's I, I didn't think Sal, Salvador himself was bad. I, I, I didn't. The, the, I didn't have a problem with the, the actors so much. Is just that their motivations a lot of them weren't warranted. And I, I would agree with both of you guys saying that, like her, her, she's sending so many mixed signals through the whole thing. None of it's earned. You know what I mean? It's like she just. It's like, you know, just changes from what one minute she wants him next minute get out of my face next minute i'll take you back then get out of my face it's like uh no not set up properly i, I agree well, with you you know but next minute he's this guy next minute he's that guy next minute he's this guy i mean like he, he it's the four of us are dying in, what's that it's the four of us are dying but it's one character it, yeah and, i think it just kept on changing you know like I, why there's no rhyme he he can do it in an elevator. Uh, he could... <laughs> like... So I, I think it it really speaks to something though, because like manhandling aside, this girl makes this dude uh, basically change his entire self before she ever even gives a shit about him. You know, I can understand the whole being abusive and shit, but the rest of him, eh, it's fine. He works hard. What's the problem? Quit being a bitch. <laughs> I, I guess kind of what my problem is he's a blue collar guy if, yeah. if he in the very beginning the old man pulled out a gun and shot Salvador Ross right then and there it wouldn't have been any different so it, it would have just been whatever Salvador Ross it's a very good title because it, episode is about that more so than it is about don't try to better yourself or whatever the fuck the message was 
or don't. Uh, the message is you can't buy compassion. That's but he did. He yeah, did yeah. buy it. He did, and it didn't work. Yeah, because he bought it from the wrong person. It have it end well for you. Is the real? He could have yeah. if he was a it wasn't a fucking idiot. <laughs> he he gave all his bad stuff to the guy that he traded with. So yeah, I think to own firearms. Yeah, I think as smart the, as he was was with figuring everything out and how it works. You think he would have been smart enough to know? Hey, if I do this and then go ask him for something, it's it's probably not going to end well. For him. Exactly. I think the message. True. I think the message. I like that, that the idea of you can't buy compassion or, or whatever. It's fine, but that's not what they showed me. They showed me if you're going to buy compassion, be smart about it. Yeah, <laughs> like. That's, I hear that. that's what I got out of it. He could have bought it from that guy in the bed, in the hospital bed, and he'd be fine. He'd be alive still and have that girl. Yeah. I don't know. It just fails. It falls flat for me. But it's like, you know, so this old guy in the wheelchair, he was, he was a little bit of less compassion away from just a cold-blooded murderer. <laughs> Well, that's the funny part is it comes full circle, right? It, originally, I'm sure this guy wanted to kill him, but he had too much compassion to kill him. So now that he doesn't have any compassion, he can finally let himself be free and kill the guy. And he sold out his compassion. So therefore, you know, yeah. otherwise he probably would not have shot him. He's going to have so much money in prison, though. <laughs> he's got $100,000 now, and he's probably going to go to jail. Cause he, yeah, that would be interesting, too. If, if you had a follow-up episode, and now all of a sudden he has the power, like after he killed him, like he has the power to switch with people. First thing he's yeah, doing. I looked up at one point what a million dollars in 64 would be today, and it's like $8.7 million or something shit like that. It's fucking ridiculous. You know, how many calls would that be, Phoenix? A yeah, lot. Phoenix. How many calls is that? I still don't know what the fuck that means. A lot. Uh, do you, I think the old Inquiring guy... minds want to know. I think the old guy was in a wheelchair is because he's allergic to wallpaper. <laughs> what the fuck was up in that house i didn't even pay attention their house is just like it, it's on the floor too the wallpaper there's so much in that house too much asbestos in his blanket <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. and she goes that looks like a, that looks like a bad izod shirt that you, when you stare at it your eyes get crossed yeah but when when they're in the living room which just seems like the smallest living room in history uh there's constant wallpaper from like inch every single inch of the of the room is wallpaper she opens the door to go to her bedroom at one point and you can see the crack in the door i'm like there's more hideous wallpaper in there like there's <laughs> you can't escape it in this house you know it's some cheap shit they got on on discount for the set and they're just like yeah fucking put it everywhere it's not like his his house that he bought salvador ross when he trades it it was the same house from another episode the one we just talked about where he the old man becomes young again yeah, yeah, yeah. Or young, and she has to raise her baby husband. <laughs> what it, fuck, it was, what was that the, episode? It, it, was, it was also the same room where, um, uh, with the shoes. Uh, yeah, uh, Dead Man yeah. Shoes. Yeah, Dead Man Shoes. Yeah, that's a short drink from a certain fountain. That episode. Yeah, it was like, uh, uh, you know, it was like a shot of vodka with a cube of sugar or some shit like that. Te- tequila <laughs> like with a cube of sugar. That's it. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, we're going to old school. That's like season two. Yeah, yeah. Far better episode, and I didn't even care about that episode that much. Much better episode. Yeah. <laughs> he puts the shoes back on. Oh yeah. I, I, that it really is a similar episode though, like that. Four of us are dying. Yeah. This one. Um. I mean, it's so been done over ones. and yeah. over. And, like, this is the most generic, you know, this is the cheapest generic shit Twilight Zone has accomplished yet. Yeah. I mean, they probably got the script in there like, oh, this is a cool take on something that we've already done. Let's try it again. Yeah, that have... might be part of my problem, too, Frank, because I just started doing this with you guys. Yeah, I was uh, just going to say last that. season. So I, that's all I've got to measure it to. I haven't gone back and rewatched all those other seasons yet. So you should, man. They're really good. Yeah, early ones. It's, it's, it's like, a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true. Problem true. is, you guys will be watching them kind of backward, where you like already saw the shitty version and you liked it because you think that's the only version. So when mm. you watch the old, the original one, that's better. I don't. Hopefully, you guys get that. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a better one mm. of that shittier one that I watch. It, it'll happen. Yeah. And Dead Man's Shoes isn't even that good. It's okay. I mean, you know, you, you just got to catch a marathon, man. Yeah, four of us are dying. I like a lot better than any of these let's go to twitter real quick i put up a poll uh, i did a fuck mary kill for this episode want to share it 
Um, I can just say it. I don't know no, go ahead and say, yeah, this is a podcast. It's audio thing. Yeah. Yeah, only the video, only YouTubers can see it. Yeah. I'm about to read it off anyway, so it doesn't matter. Go for um, it. Read it off. So I put up uh, for this episode, fuck, Mary kill. Uh, fuck, which would be, the you know, obviously the best of them. 25%. <laughs> Mary, 25%. Kill, if you can do the math on that, right? 50%. Yep, yep. I so, just yeah. changed it. Half the people would rather kill this. So, how well if we called everybody who voted, how many call uh, calls would uh, how much would that would that be? Three dollars. <laughs> three seventy-five. Uh, 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 about three fifty. Three seventy. I just voted. It's four now. Three seventy-five. Oh, it's already four. Fair enough. <laughs> so three seventy-five if Jansen voted. I mean, I, I mean, every time a number comes up, I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> so, any parting words of wisdom? Anything you guys learned from this episode, other than don't buy compassion? Anything that else? That sums it up for me. That's all I got. I didn't get that. <laughs> buy compassion. Oh shit! I voted on the wrong one. God damn it! Way Take to... it back. <laughs> Way to go! Don't oh be... yeah, I learned not to start a a TV show at season five. You should always go back and start from the beginning. Well, it's a show that you can pick up in season five. It's just yeah. sometimes. Well, that's what I figure. Yes, it's like yeah, this probably. is a show that's been around for hundreds of years, and they're not they're they're not episode like you know they don't follow a, a timeline. So how long do you think the Twilight Zone's been and, on? And like, <laughs> say hundreds of years. And like, well, I mean, it was made a hundred years ago. Yeah. Well, see, the good thing is, is if you like these, you're really gonna like the the you know, the, the ones that you haven't seen yet. Yeah. Well, I, I at some point I've seen most of these. I just don't remember every single episode. And now that we're died, you know, dissecting each episode yeah. one by one, I'm looking at them a little different than I do when I'm just passively watching them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, and plus, like everybody has their favorite episode because of some probably some memory from when they're young. Yeah. You know? Memory yeah. or just you know personal taste. Personal yeah. taste, which we, we already established, the one that I love, you guys hate anyway, so it doesn't matter. What? <laughs> the Eye of the Beholder. Oh, I don't hate it. It's just, yeah. it's very similar to our next I episode. Hate, I don't hate it either, but. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't say it's great. I mean, that yeah. one's my favorite. Yeah. Are we going into ratings on this one, or are we still talking about. I'll give it a seven. I give it a seven, too. Yeah. yeah seven. Seven, six and a half, honestly. With right, that's my other thing. My takeaway is the digestion of it with you guys. So, I obviously watch this with a little bit more rose-colored glasses when I'm watching it by myself. So I tend to think more positively. But when I start to really break it down, I, I, you guys see things that I don't. So it really helps. Helps ruin the show for you. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it helps me. It helps me build like a better eye for like wanting better. Right. So yeah, I can see the flaws. Yeah, it's like, once you once you start to realize what you like and what you don't do like, better, then you, you know, can, yeah. yeah. Like, think, they, they can do so much better. That, 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 that's why it's like so crazy. Yeah. I think it would help if we gave you like a top ten list to watch, and you're like, oh, those are the great ones. I'm just gonna binge it this weekend. I'm gonna yeah. finish the whole thing on Sunday. Damn, we can watch 120 episodes in the next. You few days? are gonna have some nightmares because I'll tell you right now, when when you binge watch Twilight Zone, you have nightmares all fucking night, man. Yeah, maybe. All right, uh, here, uh, here's a clip before the. Give episode. it a rating, Frank. Oh, uh, four. <laughs> I love you. I was just telling Leah that I was hoping you'd be home. I I wanted to talk to you. Can I come in? Yes. You leave us alone for a few minutes. It, it won't take long. I love you. Oh, lighter. I thought you were clipping your toenails. <laughs> I've got something I want to say to you. I'm sorry for all the worry and grief I've caused you. You see, you were right about me. I wanted to marry Leah to to prove something. You see, she was a, a prize, a symbol. But all that's changed. 
And I know now that I'm very much in love with her. And I'll make her a good husband, I promise you that. I warned you I wouldn't let it happen. You don't understand. It's all changed. I'm asking you for forgiveness. For compassion. Don't you compassion? Remember? Don't you remember? I sold it to you yesterday. You dumb idiot. program for self-improvement the all-in-one surefire success course that lets you lick the bully learn the language dance the tango and anything else you want to do what? or think you want to do money back guarantee offer limited to the twilight zone did you say lick the bullet no idea. i just work here maybe it's the wallpaper the snozberries taste exactly like snozberries <laughs> <laughs> Sir. Next outing, Charles Beaumont comes through with another delightful flight of futuristic fantasy about a society of another time in which you literally can't tell the players without a scorecard. They all appear in an identical mold. <laughs> Colin Wilcox, Richard Long, and special guest star Susie Parker appear in a program called Number 12 Looks Just Like You. I hope you're around to catch the similarity. Yeah, we'll do that next week. <laughs> in 12 minutes <laughs> whatever yeah, yeah. so any uh we did our last words we think we, we talked this one through uh plugs jansen any plugs i still got no plugs but i'll be here every so often so catch me on twilight zone reviews just, just plug um best podcast can be found at red that's that's your job, man. Listen, I don't work for you. you what the fuck you, you, you right now? What the fuck? Outsourcing your plugs. <laughs> You're on a show that's on that network. We're not oh. on that network. <laughs> they air our Would show that, as well. MCI calling plan. Adam, any plugs? Yeah, com and Raiders underscore OTLF a Twitter. Frank, yo. Any, any plugs, plugs now that it's your turn? Oh, it's reddragonsradio.com. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, see how that works? <laughs> Just trying to, you know, I figured he's on the show that's on reddragonsradio.com. You want to plug, plug them? You're going to make a guest give a plug that he knows nothing about. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is lunacy. <laughs> Have you met Frank? It's outsourcing. I'll plug it for you, Frank. Go ahead and check out Red Dragons Radio for Frank. No, that's not the problem. Definitely go check out Red Dragons Radio. <laughs> not the issue at all. And if not, then, you know, fuck you. Whatever. What would you have said if Jansen said go to Red Dragons Radio? What would your plugs have been? Uh, I would have said, I don't know, well, topic radio or, you know. His plug, his plug would have been, yeah, listen to Jansen. He knows what he's talking about. Do you see how you can say more than one? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I need more alcohol. I don't want to do my plugs. I just don't give a shit. Go to reddragonsradio.com, okay? Because it's not about that. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank Linker. <laughs> Or I mean, LIWFears.com is 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 also a good bet to go to. Some good stuff there. I hear they got good stuff at Pornhub.com too. <laughs> yes, we, we should need a stream Pornhub sponsorship. We should stream to Pornhub and just oh, see what God, happens. I about it, yeah. I want to read I those did. comments. See whose pants they want to take off. The problem is, is I have to apply or I have to register a, a Pornhub account. And I love my computer. I don't want to ruin it. So <laughs> that's the problem I have with that. I will never forget the porno that I watched on Pornhub that made my my hopefully son um, run right now. Yep. Yeah. 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 It was a it was a it was a good one. I know what you meant, but I couldn't follow what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. 
The way I said that was so odd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you re- you recognize that. I was trying to be a little bit not on the nose of that. Remember the video you watched while you were beating your meat. <laughs> that produced your son. Are you going to name yeah. your son after the video? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I'm on board here, okay? Two girls with one cup. Lynx, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Adam's down. <laughs> Did you do your homework tonight? Chicks with dicks links. <laughs> oh lord! Oh, that's great. Oh, fuck, that's All good right, shit. We're gonna, we're gonna take a potty break. Uh, yeah, for the podcast. Until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. I'm Jansen Carlin, and I'm Adam Wilcox. Your fourth, Jansen. Your fourth. Well, I, don't, I never know. Anymore. I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> pick a different one every time. <laughs> did that to me too, dude. It's just a rite of passage. The show's just fucking with each other. <laughs> All right. Until next time. In the meantime, blah 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 blah. Bye. So long, citizens. Yeah. I yeah. think I said it. I don't remember. <laughs>